Now let's move on. The Urban Squirrel Survey is a citizen science survey which launched in March of this year and will continue to collect data until January 2023. People living in Belfast, Cork, Dublin, Derry, Galway, Limerick and Waterford are asked to report sightings of red and grey squirrels if they see them. Now, the survey has already shown some noteworthy findings, like that there are still no records of grey squirrels breaching the River Shannon, no sightings of red squirrels in Belfast City, and where there are pine martens, it is believed the greys may well be on the retreat. Emma Roberts from the University of Galway is leading this project, and earlier she spoke with Richard Collins. Emma. Squirrel Wars, the animal version of Star Wars, the great row between the grey squirrel and the red squirrel in Ireland. It began in 1911. You'd better outline for us once again what happened in 1911 to start this civil war among the squirrels. The grey squirrel was introduced into Castle Forbes County Longford in 1911 and from there they spread throughout the island of Ireland and they spread fairly rapidly. And as they spread, they started to have a terrible impact on our lovely native red squirrel populations. And there are a few different reasons for this. And as they're both squirrels, they both occupy the same ecological niche. So the grey squirrel is able to eat the food that the red squirrel has cached. And also, coupled with that, the grey squirrel can spread a virus to the red squirrel that the grey squirrel is immune to from having it for so long. But it actually is fatal to the reds and that virus is called the squirrel pox virus. In Britain, the first introduction of greys was in 1876 and umpteen introductions were carried out after that time. Are you saying that all the red squirrels or the grey squirrels in Ireland today are descended from less than 10 from Castle Forbes? And indeed, all 10 wouldn't have bred to start with. Surely it's a terribly narrow, limited population genetically. Now, that's the only documented introduction that we have, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there wasn't another one. It just means that we don't have a record of it. But as you said, that would be a very, very small pool indeed. But if that is the case, it doesn't seem to impede their ability to spread throughout the country. Thanks to work in NUI Galway, it was discovered that the pine marten had power to limit the population of grey squirrels. Where there were pine martens, there would be few or no grey squirrels. Can you outline that for us a bit? Yes, absolutely. So the pine marten, one of our native predators, is a very slow breeding mammal. And after they became protected in 1976 by the Wildlife Act, their populations started to slowly recover after a huge decline due to hunting and habitat loss. The effects of this recovery were only seen as late as 2006 and after some brilliant work that was done in NUI Galway, it was noticed that there's a very strong negative correlation between grey squirrel abundance and pine marten abundance. Where there are pine marten, there are much fewer grey squirrels and there are a few different theories for this. This could be because uh, the grey squirrel is an American species of squirrel and genetically the pine marten and the red squirrel would have evolved alongside each other. So the grey squirrel, its natural predators would be raptors and other animals, but they wouldn't have in history come across the pine marten before, which may lead it to be a naive to the pine marten. 
you're saying that Pine Martin somehow managed to eliminate the gray squirrel. If you were to go back to America, the gray squirrel faces raccoons and snakes and mustelids that it hasn't here. It must be well able to deal with dangerous predators. How is it that the gray squirrel at home has to guard against snakes and raccoons and mustelids, owls? Surely it's a very vigilant species, is well able to cope with only one serious predator, the pine marten. It could be for a number of reasons. The grey squirrel is not in its natural environment at the moment. So it's an introduced species. Its natural woodland would be very different to the woodland that we are providing for it here. And this could lead to a lot of different kinds of reactions to predators. I don't know if the reaction of the grey squirrel would necessarily be representative of the way that it would react to these predators at home. But there's certainly a lot of room for further study on this because this was only discovered in 2006. So uh, hopefully there'll be a lot more future studies done on this so we can learn a lot more. One issue that we do have here in Ireland is that in cities and towns where there are no pine marten, the grey squirrel do seem to be thriving. And this means that there is no room for our red squirrels to occupy urban environments. So you want to survey cities to see the extent to which there are grey squirrels in them and red squirrels in them and what the ratio is of the two. In a city, there would be lots of cats and dogs Surely it's not the place for a vulnerable animal like a squirrel of either type. Well, we are hoping to learn more about this. So this is why we've launched the Urban Squirrel Survey. We launched this in March 2022 and we're going to continue to collect data until January 2023. And for this, we are aiming to gather information on both species of squirrels, so red and grey squirrels in towns, cities and urban parks. And we're focusing, uh, to give a bit of variety, we're focusing on the seven most populated urban cities and towns across the island of Ireland. So that's Dublin, Belfast, Cork, Limerick, Derry, Galway and Waterford. And when we collect sightings of red and grey squirrels, I'm hoping that we're going to get some more information about uh, how they're faring in these urban areas. And included in that would be how the grey squirrel is doing against these predators. We have received an awful lot of sightings so far and I've not had myself that this doesn't mean that it's not the case, but sightings submitted, I haven't heard anything about predation by cats and dogs. That's not to say that it's not a factor, but we'll be able to learn an awful lot more about the both species in these areas when we gather as much information as possible from the public. Is the underlying motivation for this an attempt to eliminate the grey squirrel? We have this attitude to the grey squirrel that it is an undesirable creature which we shouldn't have. And the reservoir of them appears to be urban parks and gardens now. Are you surveying with some vague idea that you will take measures to eliminate it even in urban areas? You can't really bring in pine martens into urban areas, can you? No, not at all. What I would hope for for this survey is that we can just learn more about where they are and how they're doing. That Since the survey is launched in seven areas, say, for example, if we take Dublin, we have an awful lot of sightings of grey squirrels in Dublin city centre. 
because of this, we'll be able to see where the red squirrels aren't able to inhabit. So my hope for this survey is not so much eliminating the greys, but protecting the reds by identifying potential habitat for the red squirrel and highlighting likely dispersal routes, we can then plan future conservation actions to protect red squirrels in towns and cities. And this is particularly important with an increase in urban areas in the future. And coupled with this, we can find out an awful lot more about the importance of green spaces and the functionality of ecological corridors that are present in our towns and cities. In the case of the grey squirrel, I feel that it's not the grey squirrel's fault that he's here. He was brought over and it's not fair. He's just trying to survive the same as all the other animals we have. That being said, an issue with grey squirrels inhabiting these areas and continuing to thrive in urban regions like Belfast and Dublin is that, number one, red squirrels won't be able to re-establish themselves in these areas at all because they won't be able to coexist. And another thing is that grey squirrels in the countryside, they do engage in bark stripping, which is detrimental to the trees. And they can also, if when interacting with the reds, can outcompete them. And this could lead to a potential decline of red squirrel populations in the future. And that would be such a shame after they've just recovered. It seems to me, Emma, that as a non-squirrel person... The two squirrels don't compete to that extent. If you take the red squirrel, he likes to go high in the trees. He wishes he was a bird. And his big bushy tail is a kind of wing. Whereas the grey is down on the ground a lot. He's a much heavier animal. He's more carnivorous and all that sort of thing. And he'll eat birds' eggs and chicks and things of like that if he stumbles on them. So they don't compete that much. Now, you also talk about he was invited in, like the Normans, 1066 in England, 1169 here. They came in and it was a tragedy at the time, but the Normans in the long run were of great benefit to us. They transformed the country that had formed Britain and Ireland. So in a sense, the grey squirrel, at first, he's a scourge. But maybe in the longer term, he has a place here and niche here. He will shape things to his advantage, perhaps, and that might be to the advantage of many other things. I'm going on a lot about this kind of, but have you any sympathy with this kind of notion? I do have sympathy that the grey squirrel didn't choose to be here and he's just making the best of the situation. However, they do cause issues for the reds in that while they might not inhabit the same forest layer, they do eat the same food and they do compete with each other for those resources. Um, Ireland has a very low percentage of forest cover. There, There's not much for them to make a home in. And since there isn't enough food for the both of them, and as you mentioned, the grey squirrel spends a lot of time on the forest floor. This may be interfering with the red squirrel caches when they cache their food for the winter. And if you're saving up all of your food just to have it in the winter and then you go to collect it and it's gone, I wouldn't say that would be great uh, given that there's not much food for them to eat in the winter in some of these environments as well. Emma, you mentioned Belfast and that the Reds are absent uniquely from Belfast. And also we know that the Greys have not managed to cross the Shannon. Now, the Grey is an extraordinarily 
inventive species. When you give him tests to try and find nuts hidden away or something like that, he's brilliant at doing so. He's ingenious in his approach. Surely to God he can manage to get across bridges to the west of Ireland. What is going on here? These two squirrels have no-go areas. Where do they come from? In Belfast City, we have not received any red squirrel sightings. We've received many grey squirrel sightings. Uh, but that's not to say that they're not around the city. It's just I've not received any sightings on it. That while they are present in woodlands and nature reserves outside the city and they're being very well monitored out there, there have been no sightings submitted from the city itself. And this may be because the grey squirrels are occupying these urban parks. Um, in Dublin also, red squirrel sightings have only been submitted to the south of the city and also in many areas uh, to north of County Wicklow. While in the city centre, there have been many grey squirrel sightings submitted. And this may also suggest that because the grey squirrel is present in the city, the red squirrel isn't able to make it in and establish a population in there. In terms of the River Shannon barrier that you mentioned, we're surveying the cities of Limerick, Cork and Galway. And we can see that the red squirrels are residing in urban parks in all three of these cities, showing that it is possible for them to live in these areas. Um, As to why the grey squirrel hasn't breached that barrier, I honestly couldn't tell you. It could be because there is just not very suitable habitat immediately across the River Shannon for them. Or it could be because pine martens have increased in these areas or there is higher predation in these areas and they're just not able to establish themselves as well as they do in the east of the country. Finally, Emma, you have this survey up and running in which you want the public to participate. What do you want us precisely to do? What I am looking for is sightings from the public of red and grey squirrels from the seven urban areas mentioned. So that's Dublin, Belfast, Cork, Limerick, Derry, Galway and Waterford. So if you've seen either a red or a grey squirrel in these urban areas, I'd love if you could contact us or submit your sighting. Biodiversity.ie forward slash surveys forward slash the urban squirrel survey. And you could submit your sighting through there. And we are also present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Urban Squirrel Survey. Thank you, Emma. It will be wonderful to hear what you have discovered when this survey result is analysed. Thank you very much. It's great talking to you. Thank you, Emma and Richard. As always, more details can be found on our website, rte.ie forward slash Mooney. That's where you'll go to to get the full lineup of what's happening next week as part of Nature Nights. It starts this day week, Halloween, from 10 to 11 p.m. each evening, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and as I've said earlier, a bit on Saturday. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. Until then, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.